Just in case our name Clit Talk wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. In this episode of Clit Talk, we reveal our greatest fantasies. You're welcome. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure-positive podcast where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex ed you wish you got, and then some. This first season of Clit Talk is inspired by Regina Thomas-Shower, creatrix of the School of Womanly Arts, leader of the Pleasure Revolution, and author of her New York Times bestselling book, Pussy, A Reclamation. This week, we want to talk about what exactly a woman wants when she's in a radiant relationship the hottest sex of her life. So let's get raw, real, honest, and juicy now. Paint the picture of your ultimate sexual fantasy. Oh, come on. Who wants to go into the studio? Well, for me... I think we're all thinking. Face-sitting. Face-sitting. I just love sitting on a man's face. (laughs) I was thinking, is that what it sounds like it is? Face-sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. Just make sure. Okay, Sugar is like <laughs> Crystal's the fact checker. Here. Like she never sat on a man's face and loved it before. Oh, I, I'm all about sitting. I just like to be sit on my face. <laughs> like <laughs> you want, like you want the dick in your face. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused. What no, do you mean? She wants a pussy in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh. be real, okay? She wants a pussy in her All face. All the heteros in the room are like, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> I've, I've actually, I'm a hetero who's had a pussy sit on my face. Oh. <laughs> How long ago? Um, maybe eight years ago. Divided okay. by four. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's like when a woman says uh, how many p- people she slept with, you usually need to like multiply the number. <laughs> no. And then when a man tells you how many women, it's like you divide the number. No, they, they, they're like, for a man, like, there's some fucked up rule. Guys are like, it can be your age divided by two plus seven. I'm like, how about just an appropriate fucking age for you? But I'm like literally one to talk. All my boyfriends have been like 16 years plus older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I definitely use that formula though to decide how young I can go. Yeah, because I just don't want to go too young. So for some reason, that formula—what was it again? Oh, I think it's I, I may be misquoting it, but I think it's like half your age plus seven. Half your age plus seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit that right uh, right on there all the time. Mm. Then I don't feel so bad because of the formula. It doesn't <laughs> science people. So back to our ultimate sexual fantasies. Sit on my face, sit on my face when no one is around. Yeah, it's 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 a combination of some different things. I like face sitting. I like public displays of sexuality, like or sex, like sex in the car uh, in the I'm back a huge seat. Fan too. Yeah, Love that's my thing. Sex. Yeah. It does, doesn't happen often. It hasn't happened in a long time. But that's—I mean, if if I were to say what my fantasy was, that would be it. I don't really like harbor a whole lot of fantasies. 
like I feel like, in general, but yeah. I feel like yeah. I have like two different kinds of fantasies, right? Like the ones in my mind when I'm watching porn, I'm like, that's hot, but I would never actually do. And like the ones I actually want, like I find myself watching the most like interesting porn that you would probably not expect a woman to watch, like gangbangs, like where girls just fucked by like 50 guys. Like, and in my mind, I'm like, that's hot, but I would never actually want to do that. And when you actually think about it, it's like, Oh, it's kind of terrible for the woman. So it's like, or maybe it's not. I don't know. But it's it's funny, right? Like in my mind, my fantasies can get a lot more wild. And in reality, I just want a man who loves to go down on me and can give me like an orgasm or two with some candles and some Merlot, maybe an Italian balcony. Like I'm not so complicated in real life, but in my head, like I've fantasized about some uh, maybe messed up kind of things. To be really honest, like yeah, that kind of makes me think. I used to have this <laughs> fantasy about sex on the beach like having sex on the beach and the waves crashing and just you know being beautiful like under the stars or even like under a blanket during the day Sandy but um everywhere yeah i was like you want to produce I your saw, own porno well i saw a porno and yeah. it was quite sandy like in the wrong places and i was like <laughs> yep, you know what me. i mean like i'm down for a facial scrub every once in a while because you need to like keep the you know the the toxins off your face yeah but i don't know about down there I don't you do really not need to exfoliate need your clit exfoliation for sure. i got eaten out one time on a beach in miami as the sun rose and it was stupendous <laughs> were you on a towel <laughs> i don't remember what was under me um we were not in the water part <laughs> we were definitely higher up on the beach and um it was really great until the um early a.m uh like octogenarian joggers came out and then then it wasn't that fun anymore octogenarian <laughs> what a fucking sat word what does that even mean it means people in their 80s <laughs> <laughs> never heard that just learn something new <laughs> you learn something new every day I got a question. Is the, is the sex in public thing, is it, is it hot because you could cu- maybe get caught? Oh. Totally. <laughs> Crystal has a <laughs> fantasy a to share. in Chicago once in a bathroom. It was so fucking cool. <laughs> I think it's also hot. She'll take people, some extra whip on that last <laughs> People can, you know, they can maybe kind of see you and also be turned on by that. You know, I was in Australia on the beach with, a hot Tinder date and um you know we we frolicked in the water a bit until I got afraid of the sharks that they talk about all over the place in Australia <laughs> um but um you know like I looked up towards you know towards all the buildings and I could see people like walking around and this is like it's nighttime but if you look down on the beach, you know, you can tell if people are down there. And I was buck naked, so I know they could see me. <laughs> I have such fond memories of sex on the beach. And the reason why is because I was kind of reeling from a bad breakup a couple months after a bad breakup and really wanted to disconnect from that person and hadn't been with anybody else and wasn't really planning to, but I did go on this date and dated this guy a couple of times and decided, you know, Maybe I can start this. Maybe, you know, I can heal myself by being with this guy. And we went to the beach 
and he had a bunch of blankets in the back. And I just remember the roaring of the waves and the moon shining up on the sky. No one was around. And when it was over, it was so good. And we had plenty of covers. And there wasn't that much sand, to be honest with you. But there was at one point, because it was taking kind of long, that the water was starting just to come up on our feet. <laughs> when we first started, it was way down there, the ocean water. And then it came up. But I just remember thinking like, wow, this was really a, a magical moment. And it was just for me. It didn't have really anything to do with the partner. And that was a wonderful fantasy fulfilled. I'm like over here so uncomfortable now with like this public sex. And then I'm like silent over here. And then I thought about like when Ethan and I first started dating, we were on the Vans Warp Tour and we had sex everywhere because there was nowhere, there was nowhere to go except for like Katy Perry's tour bus. That was the first time we had sex. And there was in a bus full of people. And then it was like, you know, the porta potties on Warp Tour are fresh in the morning. Oh! Just, no one's been in there, right? And, it, and the handicap yeah, are really big. Can you imagine what it looked like from the outside with you guys fucking inside oh the pool? The body was like rocking back and forth. But like now I'm like, oh my God, I would never have sex in public. Like we've been together for 10 years now. I'm like, well, maybe, yeah, I hear the appeal of like, it's really risky. Car? Well, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's too. like you guys could try that as a married couple. When you're a teenager, it's like you, that's like your only option is to have public sex. Like there was no way my parents were cool with me having sex in the house, so we had a lot of car sex, a lot of like wherever. Like I think I had sex in the woods in the middle of a mountain bike ride one time. Mm. Like it's kind of like I, I, at first I was like, oh, I don't do public sex, but I remember like as a teenager, that's kind of like your only opportunity is like public sex technically. And like car sex right now, I'm like, oh, but my back would fucking go out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a woman in her 30s talking, okay? I'll say a public sex place I haven't done yet. I've always wanted to. Is it an airplane? Like, I have wow. never yeah. fucking yeah, had airplane sex. I want to join the Mile High Club. And I visualize it two ways. One is, like, in a big jet, like, with other people, and you're in your seat. You don't go to the bathroom. You do it in your seat side by side. Like, I've strategized how you can do it. And then the other <laughs> way would be on a private jet. Somebody, like, we're going to New York for dinner, throws me on this private jet, and we're just, like, having crazy movie sex on this private plane. So I've had, both. I've had sex on a private jet. Oh. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> wow. I While was in the air? Yeah. Oh. Mile High Club member number one. I always thought people in the Mile High Club were fucking in the airplane bathroom, and yeah. I thought, I think that's overrated that club yeah. but now I understand <laughs> there's it? apparently other ways to do it she was talking about doing it side by side on the seats like getting yeah. it from behind yeah. exactly. sort of while you just like act like you're kind of leaning out. against the like, window wasn't even an option <laughs> uh, last night we, or this morning technically uh, we were having uh, we, my husband and I were having sex and uh we were we wanted to like play with uh, fantasizing together like out loud and so we talked about all of a sudden we were talking about like ha- owning a jet while we're f- while we were having sex we're like oh yeah he's like i want a jet i'm like oh yeah how does it feel when you get your jet and he's like oh my god it feels so good <laughs> and then i'm like yeah oh my god are we going to fuck in the jet and like we just like started going <laughs> he's like oh my god babe we're going to fuck all over the jet and i'm like are there people there <laughs> Is it a group thing? <laughs> it was so hot even just the thinking about join. it. The stu- we probably would enroll the stewardess to join. Um, but the flight yeah. attendant, they're no longer called stewardesses. 
Excuse You're us s- out there, flight attendants. I'm <laughs> sorry. We flight so sorry. I should know better. The verbiage. I know. My mistake. Apologies. Wow. I have a fantasy. Mike tell us, sugar. Um, <laughs> sugar, sugar, tell us your fantasy. Oh, sugar, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need a moment. <laughs> no, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Does it involve me singing to you and your husband having sex? <laughs> I do have this fantasy of Lindsay just, just singing right in my ear. Sugar can conquer the world (laughs) with a dick in your pussy. Let it go, let it go. Just let your cum go inside of me. It's perfect we're doing Disney songs because that's like a fantasy world. (laughs) No, my understanding is that S&M starter parties are called Disney parties. I learned this last year when somebody invited me to one. I declined. No, but you didn't. Don't lie. Don't lie. Well, but like in the Lion King, a Disney party. Yeah, because like, aren't there hidden sexual innuendos in like Disney movies? Yeah, that's there my are. understanding. I got one. Okay, you know what? I I love men in uniform. Ooh, totally. What kind of uniform? Oh man, any uniform. It don't mm. even matter. Like he could, oh, just put on those. You know. UPS uh, shorts. <laughs> yeah, the UPS shorts. Put those UPS I mean, I shorts on. Fire truck would be really hot. Give me that United uh, States postman, policeman, um, you know, military, firefighter, all of them, all of them. Speaking of ensembles, it's, that jogs my memory. There's a really funny uh, fantasy that I used to have as a as a little baby bisexual, which um, which was about having sex in a closet with a woman. I had sex in a closet. In the closet? (laughs) Where haven't you had sex? (laughs) Where haven't you? Yeah, let's let's just list the places you have not had sex. Staples and Starbucks are not sponsoring. (laughs) This this episode was written for Crystal. Can you please tell us about the blowjob where you got caught? Wait, which one? Oh In the kids. She said which one, people. Don't <laughs> when we, when we she count. said which time. Okay. Crystal, when we asked her to first join this project, she was like, I don't know. I'm like a lot more reserved than all of you. <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> Bullshit! Spill it. Wait, but I don't know which one Katie's talking about. Oh my God. Well, just tell us about one of them. Yeah. But I'm interested in this specific. Your friend got talking. like, remember your friend got like mad at you and... It was at their party. Oh, in the kitchen? In the kitchen. <laughs> I actually really like giving blowjobs with the right penis. I oh don't like God. it with bad penises, but I like it with the right penises, and I like to do it a lot. Oh, my um, God. But I had friend a friend years ago. I think this is the story you're referencing, too. I had a friend years ago, and they, like her and her boyfriend at the time were trying to like hook me up with their friend, and we him and I hit it off. And I just totally am thinking of, you know, having fun. We've been drinking. So we're at their house or his house at the time. And I like give the guy a blowjob in the kitchen for fun. (laughs) And I mean, I didn't see a problem with it. He didn't see a problem with it. And we got busted. And then it was like total slut shamed for it. I'm like, you guys wanted me to hook up with the guy. I'm not sleeping with him. I just gave him a blowjob. Like, come on. Like, this is not that big of a deal. But it's definitely hung over my head with that couple for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Hung over your head, no pun intended. (laughs) 
Well, you know, I was talking about how I really do love a man in uniform, but I didn't mention that I really love sports uniforms too, like mm, a baseball. Sport? Yeah, oh yeah, those. You know, when the men wear the those tight like <laughs> pants, <laughs> and, oh, and you could see their butt like right through the pants, like oh. So I have a, tr- a true story. Like this is, I don't. My mom, we were at a baseball game one time. Yeah, they wore like those tight pants, and she goes, "I was like maybe like 14, 15, maybe I was a little older." And my mom goes, "She had she'd had a few margaritas at the baseball game," and she goes, "You know what a tight butt means?" I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Good thrusting power." <laughs> wow, mom. Wow. My mom is the coolest. Amazing. She's like, make sure they have a tight butt, whoever you end. Um, so I wasn't sure if I was going to share this fantasy, but I'm just going to go for it. So, um, so yeah, for a very, very long time in my life, my greatest fantasy was actually being a man. So just having a cock, getting blowjobs, like fucking a woman from behind. I just thought it is the ultimate to be a man. They have all the equipment that's external. And it's obviously when I'm giving a man a blowjob, he is having the time of his life. And when he orgasms, he's having the time of his life. And during my 20s, what I noticed is I wasn't really having as good a time as they seem to. So I just started creating in my mind that I was one of them. (laughs) Okay, so me too. That was mine. (laughs) I'm so happy you said that. I was like, um, should I say this? Is it going to freak some people out? Like, are we going to lose listeners? I told a boyfriend (laughs) that once, the super duper, probably the hottest boyfriend I've ever had, like 6'6", tan, incredible muscles, the whole nine. When I finally admitted that to him when we were talking about our fantasies, he's like, you know what? Me too. I fantasize about being a woman and getting fucked. And I was like, that's so awesome. Soulmate. So, so that's so awesome. Did so you ma- marry him? <laughs> no. I didn't. We did get engaged briefly until I reminded him that I was bisexual. And would he mind if occasionally in our future marriage that we would sometimes, you know, that I would sometimes have sex with a woman? And he called off the engagement right away. And that was the end of our engagement. Now he's married that's, and has two kids. That's funny because you would think that that's every man's like ultimate fantasy. But I've had like I, I've have a couple of girlfriends who are bisexual and have like you know tried to invite that in, and, and the guy, the men are not they're like not into it. I think there's a lot of things that in the fantasy world yeah. seem like a yes, but then when the reality of it's there, it actually tests the person and like well, actually, what are the realities of this? I think, and that brings us to kind of, you know, we've discussed the fantasy of it all. What about the realities? Like, So when have you had a fantasy really not work out between the sheets? I have one I can share. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I think you ladies might appreciate it. I don't know if anybody's done it before. It wasn't my fantasy. It was my boyfriend's. And it was um, a guy I dated in college is how I'll say it, just in case it's ever heard. Uh, he'd always wanted a golden shower. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what that is, what is that crystal? Uh, where the girl pees on the guy. (laughs) And so I never watched porn. I mean, is there more to it? That's what I'm saying. Or or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, It can be, it can be either way. So, um, I'd never heard of it and I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't, 
I don't watch porn I watch. Like, I had no clue what I was doing. I'm like, do you do it with the dick inside you? Do you take, oh. like, what do you, like, I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Katie. Ooh, uh, I'm going to pee on that dick later. <laughs> no, it was like terrifying more. That was really what the, yeah, that was, was a really like good a look of disgust. <laughs> I don't even think that that's like physically possible, actually. I, I heard not. that it's not physically possible. <laughs> I figured out it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but to set the scene for you, like, he was a little older. He had an office and he was moving offices. So we chose to do it at his office on the last day he had it. So... <laughs> We do it on the floor of the office. Oh my and like, god, not even in the shower? <laughs> Girl, you are wild. We do it on the floor of the office, not even thinking about cleanup. Was there carpet? Yes, of yeah. course. It's an office building. Man, those Texas Christians. And it was, it was like, a dog. I figured out you can't do it with the penis inside you. I finally did it, which was very, it took forever. It was so awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> and like, what am I really doing? Okay, I'm really going to do this. I'm going to fulfill this fantasy for my guy. It was just awkward. Like the whole thing. But I can say I've done the golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. A, that's an interesting accomplishment to have. I've also participated in this uh, trend uh, <laughs> in the, I would say not bedroom because it probably shouldn't happen in a bedroom or an office, but <laughs> anyway, Beyonce had a song where she talked about surfboarding and I wanted to experiment. And then I don't know how that conversation even came up, but it, we ended up doing that too. Like in the ocean? Wait, is what surfboarding, wait, is surfboarding with, heard, with pee or is it with never heard of female no, ejaculation? Surfboarding. <clears throat> surfboarding. Oh my yeah. God, is this a new I mean, thing? I know we... that song. Yeah. I know it. What is what's, this? What's surfboarding? She, she says in her song, she says you fill the tub up halfway and then you ride him with, you know, the surfboard. It's basically, it's basically cowgirl in the bathtub. Okay. Yeah. And then you peed on him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, Honestly, I don't. I might have been drunk. Like I don't remember a lot of this. I thought. I thought you said when you're not alone, you're like, "Girl, I peed on someone too." No, I did. I did oh. definitely oh, peed did. on someone. Okay, okay, okay. I just don't know how all of this came about. Like I don't know what the conversation was. Like, I was surfboarding and, like, him. And then we peed was... on each other. It wasn't like got it. It wasn't. Now I'm clear. And then we and then we and was then it then at we took a bath. What, did you, know? you pee on each other at the same time? Mm, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's. You well, know, I mean, is yeah, that possible? I think it's possible. I, mean, I think he could like shoot it up while you're standing yeah. up. You could pee on each other. Y'all are creating fantasies <laughs> that have not yet been played out. Like, try that and let me know. <laughs> you know what's surprising is that I haven't actually experienced it. And you know, Japanese culture is big on golden showers. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. yeah, in their porn, yeah, they're really, really into that. So I just never found the appeal. Actually, I don't know why. Maybe because it's your pee. Yeah, because it's not cute. We got we had a floaty tub and like Matt peed in it, and I was like, "What are you doing?" I got so mad at him, and he was like, "It's not a big deal. He's Asian, maybe that's why." I was like, "It's not a big deal." <laughs> well, I want to hear uh, Lindsay's fantasy. Oh yeah, well it's it's Her a very fail. it's a very basic it's a very basic fantasy of the threesome, but I failed at it so bad. So like it was like me and two of my friends, like a guy and a girl. And we're going to do it. And I was like so nervous. I was like in my like mid twenties, maybe. I was so nervous. I was like taking shots in like the kitchen alone. And like got to the bedroom. I was like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. And then like my friend tells the story the best. She goes, I, she was going down on me, and the guy was like doing her from behind, and and he like taps her on the shoulder, and he goes, uh, Lindsay's asleep. <laughs> 
like passed out mid threesome. Oh she will not let me forget it too. She's like, I'm good at that. How could you fall asleep? I'm like, because I probably had alcohol poisoning because I was so nervous. I was like taking shots by myself. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I think Lindsay's it. asleep. <laughs> Lindsay, that's so funny. That's like kind of like how you were on my birthday when we went to Vegas. Well, we didn't try to have a thing, but oh you yeah, passed, you were like. We were all ready to keep going, keep partying, and you literally just get under your covers and pass the In my defense, in, it was 7 a.m. It was actually only 4.30. Whatever. And so <laughs> I, I just wanted to share real quick uh, the the fail that I had. I had always had this fantasy of like being with a, a man from another country with an accent and that he, like bring, get, bring him to the States. <clears throat> so I went on birthright when I was a, a 19, and birthright? birthright is if you're Jewish, you get to go for free to Israel, which is like basically a free plane ticket to that side of the world. And then people usually after their 10 day free trip travel to Europe. So there's this stereotype that the girls on the birthright trip usually fall for the Israeli soldiers that are guarding you. Right. An accent so, and a uniform. Double whammy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen their uniforms. Babe. So, you know, you're there, you're in the, the you know, the, the experience, being on vacation, everything's sexier, right? So I, I, I fought for this guy and totally fell, fell really hard. We were so attracted to each other. We were hooking up. We fucked there. He took me into his house, met mommy and daddy. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is it. I'm, like, I'm moving. I'm moving here. <laughs> Fucking making Aliyah, like, get my ass to Israel. Thank you, people. Thank you. You are my people. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then I had to go home, you know? And I was like this little, I was crying the whole plane ride home. I was so distraught. Like, when am I going to see him? I don't even remember his name. <laughs> when am I going to see him? I love her, you know? And I get home and he made a plan to come visit me, like, a couple months later. And I was living in Venice. And so I was like, oh my God, we're going to have sex everywhere. I'm going to fuck him on tour buses. You know, oh my God, this is going to be so hot. And the second he got to my front door and said, oh, sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I miss you so much. So I was like, how do I get out of this? He's totally expecting it. Fuck me. We've been sexting all summer. Like, what do I do? So I just had this kick-ass job and I was pretended to be really busy and he was like i was like i can he's like let's go on tours tomorrow let's i want to see la i'm like okay well um i have meetings all day but i can drop you off at the tours bus station oh my god so so i did so so that was the biggest fail because like my whole fantasy was it was like destroyed it wasn't Mm. there was no turn on I wonder oh, how many people that happens to with like online dating, right? Like, like you have such a connection, like this fantasy of like what it would look like, and then you meet them in person. It's like, ugh. I think it happens a lot. Yeah, especially when you know their job too. Sometimes that turns you. You're like, oh, it's a pilot or it's a firefighter. You're like, oh, that'll be so hot, and you're like, yeah. uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah. I haven't necessarily had a fantasy fail, but I've had pretty epic fails with this dog that has now come into my life and my sex life. Okay, um, please, please tell me this is not going where I think it's going. <laughs> I'm scared. It's not going there. No, it's we just, do not support you know, pet, that. Like, sorry, listeners who are into that, but yeah, pets in, the be- pets in the bedroom while you're having sex, they're just, you know, they don't really know what you're doing and they want to, they want to just cuddle and it's a little weird. It's weird. Yeah. 
but I didn't grow up with pets, so like you guys probably already have insight on epic fails with pets. Yeah, I definitely. We oh, always yeah. we always kick Casey out, our dog. Oh, see, my I know my parents fucked with our English mastiffs in the room. They they get weird when there isn't sex happening around them. They're like, where's the fucking, you know? <laughs> I used to live in this three-story epic house in Brooklyn, and we were just subletting it. And a super wealthy guy, while a super wealthy guy was traveling, and he had this giant bird cage with this African parrot in it who was really smart, Sarge. And one of my roommates was prolifically sexual so she had sex all the time in her loft space so you could kind of hear it throughout the house and one day I was upstairs on the second floor in my bedroom and I hear "Ah, ah, ah." I'm like damn Heather is loud as fuck right now I can hear that all the way across the house I go down to the bottom of the stairs where the giant cage is it's Sarge the parrot (laughs) he learned her sex sounds oh my that's crazy. I so, <laughs> so now that we've looked at the two extremes of our dream sex lives to our most epic fails, let's find the sweet middle ground. Can we educate our partners on how to fulfill our ultimate fantasies or even just give to us what we want on any given Tuesday? I think this conversation alone has helped something. I think just bringing this conversation of like what I discovered in it and for our listeners, like if you discovered anything for yourself, to just share it with my husband or your partner. Um, because then you can actually have some fun, like how Sugar was saying about the the pilot, like while you're having sex and like your jet, just like imagining it. Like I think the visualization um, for that connection is good. Well, and I think just trying not to be scared to say what you're thinking too. And it's about timing. You got to really mention it I think when you're like you guys are having sex yeah. and then you start talking about it you can start it at the restaurant yeah and like you can play with it yeah like you're people are usually scared to talk about it. exactly like you're not going to be like so tonight we're going to have sex and when we have sex we're going to we're going to do we're going to it actually kind of kills the entire mood when you plan you want to mm. plan it out yeah. so to me it's having that access to your like vulnerability that you can feel really free with your partner to say things um to them i know i was thinking about these fails and what i learned about fails like when i was married and i went and bought some red satin sheets and it was pretty early on in the marriage and it just didn't go as planned i even Mm. like put like this netting at the top and put it over my bed and for some reason it just didn't go as planned and now looking back it wasn't so much about the outcome of the actual fantasy being realized. But what I was trying to elicit was a high level of desire. And sometimes when you're creating fantasy in your mind, you know, it it brings up your desire. But in reality, when you're with your partner, you know, it's really about eliciting the fantasy regardless of where you are. I mean, sure, it's cool to be in the dugout at a baseball park at night and being bent over. You know, that was fun to do. Or being on a New York subway in the middle of the night with a big skirt on. That's fun, too. But at the end of the day... It's really about that other person's desire for you and your desire for them that really fulfills the fantasy yes. for me. I can I can share a, like a really simple practice that I, I try to take on in my relationship, and that is we have like a, a sacred date night. You know, our goal is once a week. Sometimes it happens once a month, you know, with kids and everything. But, you know, the, the deal is, is like, 
we actually we were taking like private tantric lessons and we had like she actually had us talk about what our fantasies are and for my partner it's really simple it's candles and a massage and so every you know once a week like he comes home early from week and we start that way and whenever we do accomplish it it has us like connecting so i think maybe just having um like a reoccurring structure if you are in a relationship that provides like an environment for a fantasy or like that desire to kind of like come alive. That's something that's like actually made a huge difference for me in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And just talking about it really, yeah, like it started with that it. conversation. So like yeah. a, 10 days ago, I had a major breakdown because about a month ago, I shared with all of you here that uh, me and my husband had a transformation in our, in our relationship sensually and sexually. And uh, we were having the most incredible sex to date and then there was a week, about 10 days ago, where it just sort of went back to the way that it was, which is about once, maybe twice a week. And um, that doesn't work for me. My sex drive is really high, and I, I like want it like four or five times a week. But for the last like year and a half, prior to a month ago when I had this breakthrough, that's how it was. And so what I took on, um, this was last week, was not when we were having sex. It was a completely different time. It was like there was actually a space to discuss and educate my partner on where I want our sex to go. So we were openly talking about, you know, um, on the phone. We were both driving places and we just got to talk about sex, talk about our sex. And it was so healing. We were both crying on the phone. And and I just said, yeah, I was like, babe, I want to I want to manifest our life together in, in when we have sex. I don't just want, you're not just a piece of ass to me. Like I want to co-create with you and we're not just creating babies, you know, we're creating because we're not having kids for a few years, but like we're creating our life. So how can our sex life actually be, um, uh, fulfilling on our future, not just, uh, something to do or in order to. And that's something he always expressed to me was that, um, sex was really like in an order to, so I was never getting feeling desired. He wasn't feeling desired. And so we would have sex once or twice a week and it would end up just being like, okay. Um, and I'm happy to report that after having this incredible breakthrough conversation this week, we had sex five times. Yeah. Yay. Cause you're glowing. So good. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. I still need someone to teach me how to squirt though. Teach me how to squirt. Teach me, teach me how to squirt. Teach me how to squirt. Teach me. Oh girl, I'll teach you. Yeah, Eve's got it. So thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Clit Talk. We want to hear from you about your greatest fantasies and your most epic fails. So please be sure to head on over to our Instagram and our website to share that. And just remember, if you want to hear from a man's perspective, remember on our Cock Talk episode, we had Peter share his most epic fantasy. So be sure to go on over to our blog and read that as well. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe, but only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if you're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships. And if you email us a screenshot of your review to clittalkcontest at gmail.com, you will be automatically entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We can't wait to give you some free shit.